Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It is time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i'm naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians <laughs> a little too quickly there and on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners naomi i'm just so excited about today's episode that i want to rush through the intro even though do you want to set the scene Look, y'all, the vibe <laughs> is... Oh, vibe check? I didn't know we were doing a vibe check right away. Well, that's what setting a scene is. It is 5 p.m. on Saturday, May 6th. Okay? We are recording this intro. We are recording this intro. When I tell you, I went to lay down and woke up at 3.25. Okay? And I was woken up by a cat. And you know stuff is dark when you're woken up by a cat because they sleep 20 hours a day. <laughs> so when a cat says, bitch, get up, you know you've been down too long. You know you've been down too long. That's just a rule. Um, it is, to be fair, so I also took a nap this afternoon, you know, uh, it is exhausting picketing. I will well, say that. True. This you is know, true. WJ is on strike. Yes, we were out with Miss Maybelline in front of Netflix. I said, I don't care if you gave me a half hour special. I'm mad at you. Okay. I went out to them first. <laughs> we, okay, I guess it's not, well, yes, it's in the hot sun, you're walking. We got in a lot of steps. Uh, but I will say, I think the larger issue, for my exhaustion at least, was, uh, you know, Mabel is a ornery dog. Is that a good, is that a... Is that a That's a very nice way to say it. I say she's a messy bitch who lives for drama. <laughs> okay. But... But, so we needed a way to, we you know, because we are codependent with her, we couldn't just leave her in the house. So we wanted to bring her with us. We got a wagon at Target. Little yes. cloth wagon. Mm-hmm put her in it mm-hmm. she was a delight i was gonna say for being a messy bitch she has never been better and i think that you know what it is mabel's meant for a chariot okay this whole time she, this yes. has been the vibe no no yeah she needs a palanquin she wants four yes. strapping young lads yeah. with with abs out the wazoo glistening to just, pectorals to just carry her like she because was cleopatra she loved it um and we had literally just bought it that morning because we weren't sure. We were just like, well, we need some way because there's no way she's going to just repeatedly walk back and forth. Mm-hmm. She's going to be pissed. We can't walk two houses down without her stopping every three feet to sniff something. Right. So we were like, okay, uh, let's she put lo- her in this. She loved it. However, have you ever had to drag a wagon for hours? Yeah. <laughs> three-hour wagon drag. 
And it wasn't like it was all that heavy, but it was just, you know what it is. I think Andy was really struggling. I took over probably the last 30 minutes. I like barely did it. Uh-huh. I took over and I was like, it's a little cumbersome. It's not struggling. It's just that like for so like doing the same thing for so long. Like when I got right, home, you're flexing one single muscle. Yeah, repeatedly for three hours straight. My upper back. What are those muscles? Screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Was it trapezius? Is that what they are? Great trapezius workout. If that's what they are. If that's what they are, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. The guild's on strike. Things have changed. The This year has taken a turn. And mm-hmm. who knows how long business daddies are going to be willing to let us just stomp in the sun, asking for rights. I said I'm done. What do you mean how long? They, they, can't, they can't. Oh, you mean how long will it take them to acquiesce yes, to yes. our demands? How long will the strike last? We don't know. It has changed the game. Some work we were doing is obviously on hold now indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Which means some paychecks are on hold indefinitely. Mm. It's changed the game. So you know what? I'm going to take this moment, Andy. I'm not above it. I'm going to say, <laughs> join us on the Patreon. Okay? <laughs> join us on the Patreon. If you have ever wondered, oh, how can I support the show? You get two bonus eps. It's me and Andy. It's a fun time. But consider it a donation <laughs> to the cause. Okay? Because the things have changed. Things have changed. And we could use your $5 donation on a monthly basis for yeah. the household. Okay? I- also, I'm going to say, too, because I'm out here. I said, if you're on the page, I'm offering free tickets to my shows in oh, Los Angeles. So think about that for Patreon only. And, you know, the famous socialist catchphrase, workers of the world, join the couples therapy Patreon. Yes. You've heard that before. Yeah, you've you've heard, heard it before. echoed throughout history, through all the labor <laughs> struggles of the 19th and 20th century. Right. Never made sense before now. Right. Everyone right. was kind of like, shouldn't it be like workers of the world unite or something like that? And then you had Karl Marx there, because this is Karl Marx's phrase. And of course, he lived up until about last year. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> now, obviously, I've learned my labor history in an American history class. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why it might be a little spotty or not. But I do know that he was just like, nope, this will make sense at some point. Right, 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 right. And then he passed away last year, COVID. And, then, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, he never got to see the phrase make sense yeah, until now. Until now, workers of the world join the couples therapy Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. Um, and you know what? Honestly, hey, if you're uh, a 1% elite, we'll take your money. Okay. Your joint fee is $5 million. <laughs> Okay. Everyone else, $5. But if you're a 1% elite, yeah. $5 million. Can we, add, can we add a second tier for <laughs> the mega wealthy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Half a mil. <laughs> Half a mil a month. <laughs> um, yeah, we're probably going to get more in-depth if people are interested in hearing about, you know, the WGA strike and what it means from the perspective of two working writers and sort of how our car- career trajectories have been influenced by some of these things. We'll talk about it on the page. Uh, yeah. We still have a lot of questions to answer because we did open it up to have Patreon members ask us anything. So that's going to be the next app. But then after that, we're probably going to get into strike stuff. So if you're interested, I think I'm going to also do some stand up on zoom just for the page to like work out stuff, which we've done once before and was really fun. So we're having a good time over there. We're offering up goodies. That's just a fact. That's a fact. But also I'm just saying, honey, Things have changed. (laughs)
Uh, Naomi, before we get into this episode, though, we got a little bit of housekeeping from uh, some previous episodes. First of all, last week's episode. Oh, I was going to say banger with Jay Jordan, but honestly, everything this year has been a banger. I mean, so. we're really, we've been so good this year, Andy. Yeah. I'm really proud of us. <laughs> we're so good. Also, thank you to Booker Mimi Collins, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. who's helping us be so good. Mm-hmm. Last week's episode of Jay Jordan, there was a an advice question about someone who uh, they wanted to have children. Their partner was a little bit. I think the the partner was just like, "Hey, whatever you want to do." I don't really want it. <laughs> is what the partner was like, but maybe basically yeah. the partner's not that into it. Yeah, it's not that into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, someone called in with uh, they had, were in a similar situation. Wow. Okay. So Naomi, hit it. Hey, I love you guys. I'm just listening to the Jay Jordan episode, and I 100% have a comment on this gal who's trying to have a baby with an aloof as fuck person. Um, I accidentally got pregnant with an aloof, shitty human being. Not saying her person's shitty, but if he's aloof about this, he's probably aloof about other things. And we ended up having the baby, and not only was he not ready to have a baby, but he wasn't, I didn't realize it until we had the baby that he wasn't fully participating in our life at all. And it felt like I was raising two babies and I had to do everything by myself. Um, long story short, I ended up leaving that person. And when you've left that person, you still have to deal with them because you have a child with them. And if they're aloof and not really participating in your life, they're not really going to be doing that in your child's life either. So now I'm a single mom with a biological father who is constantly telling our child that he's going to do things and then not showing up for them. So I'm hoping that's not the case for her, but I just wanted to let her know that, like, that's 100% real. And then the other part of it is, like, you deserve better. I have found other partners that want to have children, want to be with me, want to participate in the realities of what it means to raise a child. You're raising a human you know, to adulthood. This is not a baby. So I just, I wanted her to know that there are better things out there for her and that she might not be wanting enough for herself and she deserves that because it is possible. And some of those people, some of those partners, they don't look good on paper. They're not lawyers. They're not attorneys, but they are kind people who want to participate in your life and want to show up for you and be 100% supportive of you because they want to be with you. And then they also want to be with your kids. So I just wanted to tell you guys that. Also, I love your show. Fabulous. Love you. Bye. Okay, this was a word. <laughs> this was a word and a sermon, and I am honored, first of all, that you listen. Okay? Because you you a single mama out here, and the fact that you made time to even listen to the pod. I say kudos to you. Blessings. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. But this is exactly what we were talking about. Thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope <laughs> with regards to this situation. Somebody who has lived it, who said don't, because now you got two kids, and one of them you can never get rid of. This was it. Thank you so much. Sorry, I thought it was the partner for a second. You have two kids and one of them you can never get rid of. The partner. The partner. This is who I meant. Oh, it's not you. This is who you meant. <laughs> because she said, she's like, she's like, now I have two kids and one of them I can't get rid of. You know, we have a child together. Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the thing. Well, you can double indemnity them. <laughs> I'm not, I look, I don't, I don't you, say you should do this. I'm obviously a very ethical person, but you can. Also, I'm sure not- there's, you can find 
You can find uh, people on the dark web to do your dirty work. Andy, no one ethical has said, I'm a very <laughs> ethical person. I'm a very ethical person. That suggests <laughs> our listeners constantly poison the people that are bothering them in their lives. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Naomi, do you remember a couple episodes ago, Zoe Chow? Of course. Never okay. forget. Do you remember one of the advice questions was about uh, a woman who was, uh, I think, dating someone who said that they were a sex addict and then they were cheating. And then she found out that she, they were cheating on her. But she's like, still has feelings for him. And then it's like, he's saying that she's the love of his life. And it's like, can someone change? Mm-hmm. Can you be with them? Oh, I remember. Okay. I remember every messy one, Andy. <laughs> I'll tell you, whenever someone is a mess, uh, I remember. Well, they wrote back with an update. Okay. Do you want to read this one? Absolutely. Sorry, it's a long one. Tried to tighten it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Today, as I pulled up in my shades after two days in the semi-dark, contemplating how I let this man ruin me again, imagine my surprise when I heard my own goddamn voice, tired voice from two to three months back, asking if you believed a man could change. Could love be salvaged from the wreckage that was this man lying to my goddamn face for a year? Well, listeners, (laughs) and Andy and Naomi, (laughs) let me tell you. No. Wow. Not in this instance. The trust never did return. Even if he wasn't fucking around on me this time, as far as I know, it's impossible to fix something that is broken in that way. I can never shake the suspicions. He's also just an asshole in other ways, and that I've changed character only lasts for so long. In a nutshell, he is wildly condescending and judgmental about almost everything about me when the mask drops. Mm, Mm. The mask. So hell no. With all your mess, you judgmental and condescending to other people. Mm-hmm. Look within, bitch. He's Jim carrying you. Look within, bitch. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> so what happened the past two to three months was a vicious cycle of beautiful harmony and loving fun times, cracks showing in the new me facade he had constructed, leading to unkindness towards me, emotional turmoil as my mind and body told me to run, breaking it off, his sweet talking me back into it again mm. and again and again. I must have broken it off with this dude six to eight times since that call. The voicemail they left. Monday of this week was the last straw. The last time. Now we're going no contact because I realize I cannot give this dude even an inch. He will say or do anything to get me back on the hook. He's super good at it. Time to put this fucker behind me and forgive myself for letting him fuck me up in the head again. When I knew what he was like, I had the evidence this whole time. Thank you for sharing my call. It was at the exact moment I needed it. Like almost comically spot on. Like this was some sort of movie and the advice I sought was coming to my ears as I brushed my teeth for the first time in four days. Wild. Y'all are the best. <laughs> oh, wow. Honey, well, look at God. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad that we came to you as you were brushing your teeth and I'm so sorry you were in that darkness because I know what that's like. Brushing your teeth for the first time in four days. <laughs> I've been there, sis. I've been there. But you are doing what's right. The no contact, knowing you can't. And seeing this person for who they truly are, which is no good for you. Mm-hmm. That's who they truly are. No good for you. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Oh, my goodness. You see people out here? Mm-hmm. Just terrorists. It is crazy. Because I've only, I've, I've dated like dull people. And I've dated people who were, I don't know, like not great for me, but also not like. Not actually e- not destructive. E- not evil motherfuckers like right, this dude, right? Right. Not destructive to yeah. you. Yeah. Just like not a match, yeah. Or like, like, like not treated me great, but also like not awful. Have do you think you have been the toxic person to other people? I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Not even in your days of not having the words for your emotions and being communicative? I don't think I would call it, but I, I don't think I was ever toxic. Okay, no, no, I'm asking. Like, I'm literally, I've been, like, a, I'm like, I've been a bad you, boyfriend at times, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think I've ever, like... Yeah, you didn't come into somebody's life and just fuck it up. I don't lie to women. I didn't, you know, yeah. none of that stuff. Right, 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 right. Oh, no, you don't lie to women. You will tell me when my breath stank. <laughs> and you don't lie to women, okay? <laughs> he said, I'm going to tell you. Naomi, I'm a very ethical person. <laughs> Oh my God! But you know who is an ethical person? Who? Today's guest. Oh, of, I, I would I would put three thousand dollars down saying that <laughs> that our guest is an ethical. Don't person. Don't be putting money down, okay? We need people to join the Patreon. Oh, okay. Uh, we ain't got three thousand dollars to put down. Okay. Join the Patreon. Anyway, today's guest is someone who is near and dear to our hearts. One of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Favorite people from moment one, the moment we saw her. I mean, iconic Deborah D. Giovanni. Deborah is a canadian gift to us all a transplant okay you've seen her internationally honey she does a snowden comedy tour every year she's been on last one laughing in canada corporate stump town here in the u.s you can see her all over the place in la in fact Uh uh-huh you can see her next tuesday may 16th at the elysian theater with me speaking of the elysian theater on tuesday well tonight may 9th i am doing another show and it is You've got, you've got three chances left, okay? Tonight, the 9th, the 16th, the 23rd. Now, as I said, we got Deborah on the 16th. The show's 7.30, me doing some new stuff, having a good time with comedians I love only. All right, tonight, May 9th, I've got a partner on Churla, Caleb Heron, River Butcher. All, wow. Hello? All friends of the show. Uh, I would go see any one of them do a show, but all three of them plus you? What a bargain. In a the safest space possible, everyone got to be masked. I bring a, an air purifier, plop it on the stage, say goodbye to you and go home. That's how we do. Thank you. I love when you're in your QVC era. <laughs> That's beautiful. Ain't that the truth? Mass required. Last will be had. All for $20, honey. Everyone loves... Some- hey, and if I come pick you back up, I'm going to have Mabel, so you will be able to... There will be a Mabel sighting. You will be able to say hello to the queen herself. Absolutely. So that's really a lot for 20 bucks. Mm. You really get a lot. Safe space, good laughs, and a pup. <laughs> You're welcome. But anyway, back to Deborah. Deborah is iconic. Come see her with me May 16th if you can. Catch her wherever you can catch her, honey. Go to her website, DeborahDGiovanni.com, and you can keep up with all her dates. And without further ado, roll it. D D G. Well, here I am. Deborah in the house. Oh this my is a gosh! Beautiful day in America. It's a, it's a beautiful day in the world. Yes, I was going to say anymore. We 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 get what we take, what we can get at this point, yeah, and yeah. this is a highlight. This yeah, is yeah. a highlight. Yeah, yeah, we're on the other side of uh, of dystopia's already happened. We're already yes, in it, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're just trying to find those good days. <laughs> Gotta we're find. Try, we're them. scavenging. We're all scavengers. Th- that's now. that's exactly scavenging who we are. For those good yes, days. Yes, for for parts, for water, and for joy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what else. Ammunition, water, and moments of joy. Yeah. So you know what? yeah. Yeah, they never do that in those like in like uh, the Last of Us or anything like that. They're always looking for food or water, never for joy. Never. I mean, seriously, they're like, why don't? Can we have a day? Can we have an afternoon of self care while we're running from zombies? See, and I would tell you, for me, food is the joy. Water is the self care. I don't give them a water. I would be the kind of person I'd be drinking water so slow. Savor every sips, sips. Oh my god! You know what I always think of when I think of something for. 
some reason, what is it, gravity with Clooney and uh, Sandra Bullock always comes to mind. Remember when she was, you know, running out of air and he was like, um, sip like wine, don't gulp like beer. And I think of that whenever I'm going to do something slow. I'm like, sip like wine. So that's how we'll be <laughs> drinking water. Sip like wine, not mm-hmm. gulping. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, you got to remember these things. You got to remember. There you go. I, I actually don't know what you mean because when I, uh, the, the few times in my life where I've had beer, it takes off. <laughs> and so I would have like a sip of it and be like, oh, I'm yeah. supposed to like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it should be, it should be sip like wine, gulp like soda or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, now I'm with you. Now you're talking well, my language. Please show Jebra how large the glass is. It's just yes! like you bought it. It's like twenty four ounces. The cup can hold. It's bigger than venti. It's the biggest. It's venti plus. Exactly. Now, I'm of course, we didn't, we didn't call you here to talk about venti. No, very please, please. Let's, no, let's, no. Just dystopia. <laughs> we got off the topic right away. I know, when I started right talking off. about soda. Uh, <laughs> Back to dystopia, folks. <laughs> no, no, Naomi. Sorry, I, was, I well, interrupted. No, you. I mean because, like, you know, Deborah, we're going to be answering people's questions. We're going to be helping them through, Ugh. you know, their struggles. Right? Yes, yes. And so, you know, if someone's, they might be like, okay, who are these? Who are these people? These three unqualified comedians. <laughs> Uh, and so, you don't know how many messages we get where they're like, who the fuck are you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just wow. I'm just kidding. Okay. Then being like, how dare you? And no, it's no, like no, no, no. you called us. You know? um, no, I, almost uniformly lovely audience. <laughs> Very true. good. But Very I think good. of you, Deborah. You know, you're somebody who. Well, first of all, you know, there are a handful of people who I have met, quote unquote, on stage. Meaning, the first time I saw yeah. them was yeah. performing. Yeah. And simply like fell in love in a way that I didn't know my heart could still feel. Yes. You know, I didn't know I could be captivated. I didn't know I could be taken. I didn't know I could after all these years. And you were one of those people. And I yeah, think I called sure. you too, like that first year yeah. I moved here in 2017, where I was like, she's a real fine. She's a real LA fine for me because these hoes out here trying to be too cute. They trying to book. Yeah. They're not doing the stand up. No, yes. Yeah, <laughs> the way I think they should be doing it. Like that, I know the way I know the way I want it to be done, but apparently, <laughs> apparently the world doesn't you know adhere to my rules. But that's fine. Uh, but no, it was the, it was the same thing. It was the same thing. It was literally it was mutual. The the love of first first time ever seeing you on stage and like having that moment. Now I remember watching and thinking, oh my! Like having that almost like fearful. You know what I mean? Like that almost like fear in your belly of like, who's this? Oh God, they're so funny. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, ah. you feel a little scared and then you feel calm because you're like, no, no, no. She's one of us. You know what I mean? She's it's like, one okay. Of us. Exactly. She's we'll one be of okay. us. And then you're fine. We'll and we're okay. going to make it. We'll be okay. One yeah, yeah, of yeah. us. One <laughs> of us. Oh my God. You know, you are, you know, you are so honest on stage. Yeah. But also I think one of the things. You know, why I thought you would be so fun for the pod, of course, just any excuse to talk to you. But like, <laughs> someone was like very open about like self-work and the process. And yes. like, this is what I'm doing. And I said, you know what the listeners need it. They need, mm, yes. they need the advice. They need the feedback. My question for you is, were you always that kind of person? And I'm going to get it together. I'm going to take care of business. I, you know, I feel like I have been because I'm literally, I've never, the business has never been taken care of completely. Do you know what I mean? Like I've never wrapped up, wrapped everything. I'm, 
I'm just a constant work in progress. Like it's just progress will be made. Like I'm very much like two steps forward, one step back kind of person. Mm. I'm a slow learner. I'm not <laughs> proud of myself, but like I'm a very slow emotional learner, like super duper slow. Yeah, I get you. So that, you know what I mean? So it's like I have to like be damaged and hurt many times over before I go, is this bad? Is this making me <laughs> feel bad? That, that's so why I'm a little slow on that upkeep. But I have though, but I've also been very, you know, I'm also very, um, you know, I always, I joke that like, I don't love small talk. Like I want to cry or nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't, like uh -huh. I want to weep yeah. with you or I don't want to know you. Like that's all there is to it. That's it. So I do, I do go very, I'm very, everything is on the surface for me. I'm like hard on sleeve. I'm, I'm that person. So I feel like that I'm always kind of, you know, it, I think that also gives the same energy as like, Trying to fix things, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Uh -huh, that get up uh -huh. and go. That kind of vibe. Yeah. With the slow learning, is it? Mm. Is there like, um, have you noticed that there is a limit that you will hit that then triggers the like, oh fuck, I should do something? Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Whatever, yes. Whatever. And you know that it's taken it. It's gotten better as I get older. But like, I am, you know. Yeah, I just, I let myself get kicked way too many times when I'm down. And then I think as I've gotten older, I'm quicker to, you know, jump up, dust myself off and go, okay, wait a minute. But I think even in the last like five years, very different, still very different. Like it's just, if, if anyone, if anyone is listening and they think, you know, I don't know how to stand up for myself. I've, I take, I've taken like the, the milk cart run, do you know what I mean? On the, on the, on the train, like stopping at every station. Mm -hmm. That's how I do it. Slow, but I do, I'm thorough, but I get there, you know? Yeah. 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 Wait, yeah, is yeah. that what that metaphor means? That you're making a stop at every station? Yeah. The milk cart. That's why they say it's so slow <laughs> that it's like this one, this one, this is the old fashioned kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like, I got to drop it off to everybody. I got to drop it off to every single kisses. person. Yes. You know, and then I, so I do feel like I'm in the last five years, I'm definitely not express, but I'm like a little more. You know what I mean? We're getting there a little quicker. We're getting right. there a little quicker now. Well, you're yeah. staying on the cart. Yes. You ain't, you know what I mean? You ain't taking as many sad. Right. Sad you didn't get off and then wander exactly. through the neighborhood. They can meet me. Now they can meet me at the cart is what exactly. I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Is there an example you can give uh, about this? Uh, to yeah. take us from the realm of metaphor. Yeah, yes, yeah. The realm of rich metaphor. Look, I'm okay. not saying it wasn't a rich metaphor. I'm just saying, I'm, but I'm of real, of, of real stuff. Okay, like I look at it in like terms of okay, um, relationships, but like friendships and romantic relationships. I am much worse when it comes to friendships. I am. You know, I just, I have a tendency to let bad people stay in my life longer than they should. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just do. But I also realize now, though, I think with, um, uh, I, I, you know, I was going to say, I think this might be a blanket statement, but also in my heart, I don't, I don't think so. I feel like during the pandemic, a lot of people became aware of their idiosyncrasies, their neurodivergences, all of the whatevers that's been hiding in this lying dormant, whatever. And I, I do realize now, like in the last, you know, since the pandemic really took us, um, I know I'm ADHD now and I've always known it. I've just ignored it for a really long time, but now it's at the point where it's like, okay, this is not avoidable anymore. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you the freedom of knowing 
is is so big it's unbelievable it's so big so now knowing the you know this my little neurodivergencies like um something that you said like just um okay like um what's it called it's called rejection disorder like there's there's a rejection disorder in um tiktok excuse me i saw it on tiktok um on in an adhd that is so extreme okay i have always my whole life i like nobody likes rejection nobody but like i i can't handle it like it's it's gotten like i've said i've said to therapists like no you don't understand like i am unable like there's something in my brain that doesn't compute. And I go, Oh, it's an ADHD thing. I'm sorry. And TikTok is a font of information, but it is, it's a something, something rejection disorder. And it's not, nobody likes rejection, but certain people with ADHD, it's like, I, I don't like rejection so much. I, I don't do things like it's literally that, like, don't start just in case I will be rejected. Mm-hmm. I, do, I, I am a sabotager. So then you can't reject me. I'm taking myself out of it. And it's like, yes, I know we all have bits of that, but it's very strong and mm-hmm. very strong in me. So now that I know that I can go, okay, does this person actually hate me? Or am I just making these stories up in my head? And most of the time I'm making the stories up in my head. Hmm. I, I've been living my life like everyone hates me for a really long time. Really? It is exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. They hate me. Why do they hate me? They just met me. She just <laughs> sold me a coffee. She literally just handed me a coffee. I'm like, she hates my guts. It's like, what am I? So it's these things that I've just learned in the last years. And I feel very grateful for them. You know, I just do. I'm, I, I feel like I'm able to see um, yellow cards now before, you know, red like, see what I mean? Before, like, red flags. I see the yellow. I see the, oh, is this, this person might be bad. Instead of just going, oh, they're terrible, they're bad, but I'm just going to dive in headlong. I don't do that so much anymore. You know what I mean? That's good. That's yeah. huge. Yes. That's I mean, it's taken huge. years and years. Well, but now yeah. let's kind of talk, look at how these things are interconnected. Mm. I'm very curious, because again, I, I think I'm with you. I think I definitely relate to this, too. Like, you know, I... I assume people don't like me or maybe not even because I think when I was younger, it was really like, you don't like me, right? And it, yes. it, felt, it was juvenile. And now over time, it's kind of more, I don't think they care for me very much. Like, they don't yes. care about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, said, yeah. In, said in a mid-Atlantic accent. Yes. <laughs> but I know that, I, and I think certainly this can be in part supported by the fact that like I have a live-in partner, right? Mm. So it makes it easy for me to not reach out to people. So, yes. Because one of the things I'll say, I'm like, I'm like they, they don't care about me. Yeah. I don't even mean it in a depth, in like a... Uh, I'm not trying to pity myself. I'm yeah, just like, yeah. everyone's busy and they live their lives, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. But it, like, it feels it feels very matter of fact in your head. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like again, it's not belittling, it's not berating your brain. It's just like this seems like the facts to me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But then I'll have moments where I go, I have no friends, no one's reaching out, and it's like, well, who was the last person you reached out to? Same. Right. Like, exactly like, well, the same. Yes. Like, so I say, I say it doesn't matter. But then later in a moment where I actually want a connection and want to talk to somebody who's not him. Yeah. I'm like, that. I don't know. Or yeah, I get scared to bother yes. people. Like, if I am in need, I won't call then, right? Because it's like, you, I have to, like, earn, not, yeah, I have yeah, to earn, earn you, no, I have to earn you being willing to hear me in a dark yes. moment. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that is, um, that's a hard one. Do you know what I mean? Because I, 
I've learned again, you know, through years of therapy that we're not actually supposed to give it away to everybody. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I have a blurting thing where I have a tendency to be like, ah, nah, nah, just tell the, all the terrible things that are going. And again, I'm slower to pick up that, you know what I mean? To, for that role. I slowed that down a little bit and, um, I do, but I'm with you on that. Like I go through phases of like, I have no friends. Everyone hates me. And then, you know, a partner or my very best friend in Toronto will be like, yeah, but Dipper, you know, do you ask anyone to go for coffee? Do you and I go, oh no, but that seems terrifying. <laughs> so it's terror. It seems terrifying to open the subject, but also it's like, it's very, it's very odd, but I know people that are listening. It's resonating deep because it just, because it just is. Nobody likes me. I don't want to do anything, but I want people to, I, it's not just general people to love me. I want like, you know, my thing is always like, I want close friends, you know, that yeah. group. And even though I know I have them, my brain always says, no, you don't, but I right. know that I, I know that I do. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they call uh, what you said before the anti-Anthony Kiedis principle because you're you don't give it away. <laughs> uh, wait, right. wait, I have a real. Uh, sorry, that was I, I, I realized that I had that to, was a reach, but I'm into it. I reached for it. I really did. Oh, well, yeah, that's my entire right. repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> repertoire is a reach. Is, yeah, well, call me Mister Fantastic. Okay, but uh, no, no, no. But the thing that I'm I'm curious about. But by the way, a listener. Uh, introduce us to a term neurospicy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love spicy. That. Yeah, love it. I love yeah, it. Love it, that. Is, it is one of the best phrases I've ever heard. Yeah, and good. I'm curious how much of this kind of um, rejection disorder is neurospicy, and oh, yeah. how much is is something that like you've experienced, and then do those things reinforce each other, and then how do you get out <clears throat> of that? That mutual reinforcement. That well, keeps- we're also in a fucking business that is rejection. Yes. Oh my god. Disorder. Yes. And you see, even even like as I'm saying about the rejection disorder, it's like how did I choose? Like the name of the game is rejection. You hear no more, way more than you hear yes in this world. Yeah. So it's it is there is I mean there's that sort of like a friend of mine used to call them um, uh, bad fantasies. Where it was like the fantasies, but bad stuff happens. Do you know what I mean? But it's still a fantasy. It still gives you that, oh, like that joy. You know what I mean? That little, that jazz that you The want. charge. So, the yes. charge from the drama. Totally. From the drama. The char- drama charge. That's exactly it. And that, I think there's still a part of that, you know, where even though my brain goes, this isn't true. This isn't real. There's that little charge that I get from it. And we all do from our bad things, the things that we, uh, when we act badly, when we treat ourselves badly, there is a charge. You see, dopamine comes from good and bad, right? Like, it's like, I think people think dopamine is just good. No, it's like, why do people like to be scared? It's dopamine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's still that rush. So I feel like saying, excuse me, um, yes, with the neuro spiciness and just sort of like who Deborah is as a person, I think, I think I'm a solid 50, 50 division. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think if some if other people that have the same neurodivergency that I do, but were maybe raised in a, a more supportive household and didn't, you know, wasn't bullied as a child, they might be, you know, their rejection disorder might not be as strong as mine. So I feel like it's a bit of a, a perfect storm over here. You know what I mean? It's like, I, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, it, I've i got all the things. Oh, and also, plus, 
it's also Deborah with all of her other baggage. So it does, uh-huh. it, as I said, it's really, they work well together. Like my, you know, my troubles, they all sort of, <laughs> yeah. they work well. My troubles. You know what I mean? They mesh, they mesh, they mesh very well. So then are you attracted to entertainment because you do get the charge? Of course. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? I, I mean very simplistic. I, but it is very simplistic, but I'm telling you it's the first time that I've literally ever admitted that. So there we go. Do you know what I mean? Like that. But it is though. And it's like, you can honestly say that. I mean, there's got to be something about the chase, the rejection, the, the, yeah, you know, the thing is, I always say how much I hate to compete. And yet, do you right, know what I mean? Because uh, right. I do, I hate competition. And yet, so there is, there's something. Yeah. There's something in it that, you know, that, that works for me to a certain level. I just feel like as we get older, we, and wiser, you know, not just older, like know ourselves, do the therapy, do the work. I think, I think there is that part that goes, um, I don't need the charge as much as I used to. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like that, that is like, you know, cause I think, I think I used to search for it. I, I mean, seriously used to search for it. It's like bad charges always was always my go-to. Always <laughs> the bad well, stuff. Here's okay. So now with all this in mind too, you are in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. And it's been a while, right? Was this like, yep. I mean, pre lock pre-pandemic? Yes. Right? Yeah, no, this so is like, a long time. So we're, so yeah. we're like, what, year four? Moving into year three. We met like just as the pandemic started. Okay. And yeah. but also, this person, uh, uh, you guys are long distance. Yes. And, you know, everything you're saying, you know, between the rejection disorder, the nervousness, the, you know, that you don't like me. Uh, how, how does falling in love via text yes. and Ugh. email and phone calls, how does that? work when you're already and i say this as someone who would feel the same way like i think yeah. i couldn't do a long distance relationship because it would be not even it's, it's not a question of faithfulness as much as someone just not being interested yeah yeah like, <laughs> you don't get to see me so i don't get to dazzle you and remind you why you should like me <laughs> this is i mean truly every minute of the day um but it is it's so funny because um everything that i've just said is like that we then we come to like the three years ago when we met in the you know the spring of 2020 um and again, it's a, it's a thing that, uh, it's thrown me. It's thrown me, like, it's thrown my, like, emotional, psychological person for a loop. It really has. Um, because, um, this is, it's such a different relationship for me. I've not had this sort of relationship in my entire life. And it's the relationship that I'm sure you can understand. It's, you know, it's, it's real. Um, I feel, loved and supported and in a way that I've not experienced before. So at the beginning, it, it took, it was, it took a lot. There was a lot of fighting um, and that fighting me and me always trying to make trouble mm-hmm. to get out. Like my thing is like, I want you to leave me and be like, you're too much. That's what I want. I don't yeah. want you to go, but I want you to, you know, whatever I, I need to you make me to feel push, comfortable. You need to yes. push him. You need to push them away. Yeah. So that. So then they go and say, but I love you. Oh, yes. Proven right and proven wrong. Like, I either want you to prove me right or it needs to be that you love me so oh, much, much that it's, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, it's that. Like, there's, it's very yep. drama. It's very, very drama. So that is, you know, um, uh, not having that, the highs of drama is also 
unsettling and uncomfortable as well. So you get a long distance relationship. I mean, so much drama. It's like, and it's not (laughs) even just like I live in LA and he lives in, you know, the Bay area. This is like, (laughs) there's an ocean between us. Do you know what I mean? It's like this. So it's very long distance. So I think at the beginning, I mean, (laughs) yes, more than one. But here's the thing. Like, it's like, when I first got, like, my therapist at the time was like, of course, it's long distance. Of course, you would do this. This is, you know, exactly <laughs> what you would sign yourself up for. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Now, there was an element of safety to it because <clears throat> it never, it didn't feel real until, like, a certain amount. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, we're just talking. We're just FaceTiming. It's cute. And then I went to go meet him. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then after I met him in real life, so we FaceTimed every day. For like five months. Oh, wow. And that, oh, yeah. So this was the getting to know each other, super fun, super giggly, you know, the whole like, kind of, <laughs> yeah, fun. Like, it's almost like writing notes. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, that just joy. And then the realness of like, okay, now I'm going to go meet him still doesn't feel real. And then I go and I do that, you know, and um, I get to myself to England, even when the world is not doing that well. And I went and I stayed with like three weeks and hit it Wait, off. You stayed with him three weeks? I went and got an Airbnb, okay. two bedrooms, two bedrooms, okay. put him in one, put me in the other and was like, okay, we're going to, but then by the end of the three weeks, we're like, this is, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's when I freaked out. That is when I had my freak out. So the getting to know you, the, oh, the falling in love, all of that, the drama of that, so fun. But the minute I met him and it was real and it was good and like was, came home to Los Angeles and went, Oh, like everything in my body was like, now what do we do? Mm-hmm. So then what I did was, and we're just going to throw down here, whatever. So what I did was I did the super duper, uh, sabotage game in that. So like, I'd say from like November 2020 until like, oh, mid 2021, I went, I would say that I went into a almost, <sighs> blackout phase of, I, I mean, I'm serious. It's like, like, I swear to God, I don't even remember this happening. I look back at it 2020 now. The hindsight, totally clear. I'm not sure. I, I, I'll just, you know, whatever. I, I'll, I gained like 60 pounds. And listen to me, the people, I'm, I don't know if you can see me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big woman. I've been a big woman for most of my life. You know what I mean? I accept the word fat. I am. But this was like different. This was like, you know, I'm okay. I'm, you know, whatever. Sometimes I'm like my body. What? But at, when I met him, I'm still healthy, moving around, you know, blah, blah. And then something in my brain went and said, no, stop. Uh-huh. And my, yes, because like that, that the realization of it being a real, an actual relationship. And this man, which still freaks me out, wants to be with me, regardless of the fact that I'm, you know, fill in the blanks, all the things, old, fat, crazy, blah, blah, all of these things. Okay. Doesn't seem to matter to him. And my, everything in my brain and my body was like, no, he, like I, we still have a joke now, now three years later, and now it's really a joke, but like, it was like, I was sure he was conning me. 
I was like, and, like I literally, like at one point, I was like, I need to let you know, I don't, I'm not doing as well as you might think I right, am. You're like, like I have no I, money I, for I, you to steal. <laughs> it literally, literally was like, I don't have properties or holdings or or holdings. even a form. I don't even know what a holding is, but you know what I mean. Like I don't have any of those things. So if you if you think this is why, and then we have the joke of like me saying that he was just being with me to get stage time, and he's like, what are you talking about? He was like, what are you talking about? I don't want to. The last thing on earth he wants is to be a comedian. He doesn't like talking in front. He just doesn't. And he's like, what are you talking But my brain is like, oh, yeah, you just want to. So I, I literally did that crazy, like, let's get get rid of him. Like, like I'm not going to break up with him, but let's get him to leave. Okay, thing. Mm. So that was like, that was, you know, that's, I think that's how a lot of us do it. Push, 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 push. And the pushing is me being miserable, right? So it's not, I'm not being a dick. I'm not ignoring his phone calls. You know, I'm not cheating, nothing. I'm just miserable. And so my brain goes, that'll, that'll get rid of him. That'll get rid of him. Just be as unpleasant as you could possibly be. And like about myself, just like depressed and, and, and isolated. And does this fucking man like, see it and know why I'm doing it and treat me with wow. like gentleness and acceptance. I mean, it's, it's one of the things that I'm just, I don't even, I'm, this sounds like an Andy. And I, you know, my I, first thought was what's wrong understand? with him. I, I mean, like, someone's like gentle. And we were like, what's wrong with you? Yes. Who told you to be nice. Yeah. I was going to say something like, you might understand that. I was like, no, don't take, don't say that. Don't say that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like when someone is like, actually like, gentle with your heart and feelings and like but also like caring my big thing about my partner his name is filippo by the way uh we can call him phil if it's easier um but he is uh, a filippo me too um but he it's um he's just this like cliche but it's he's my best friend i've never had that before Mm -hmm. he's i've never experienced the liking of a partner Loving, wanting, desiring. He's, oh, the Roman. But I've never liked a person as much as I like Filippo. Right. Meaning like divorced from the romance of it. You're like, I like Still want to be with him. Exactly. Like spending time. Like, you know what? It's funny because our dear friend, Steph Tolev, who we both love, all of us love. um, She always used to say to me that she wanted a man that she could laugh with. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you two understand this. Yeah. And my brain was like, I don't need that. I never need that. <laughs> and now that I have it, I mean, I can't believe I lived without it. Yeah. I literally can't believe it. Like previous boyfriends, I don't even think they knew I was funny. Do you know, like, <laughs> oh, do you understand? Like, I, no, I'm not joking. Like, no, was I know that. Do you know, I was that. I'm just cute. I'm not right, funny. Right, like right. that kind of thing. And now it's like, I mean, it's, I'm more myself with all of the like, you know, the, yes, the funny and the whatever, but like the broken stuff, like the most, like just they're in the, in the ways. It's, okay. So then now he, you know, um, he sees who I am. He sees what's going on, but yeah, we had, we had 2001 was rough. There was about, there was a good six months where I was doing everything unconsciously. Remember unconsciously to get, to get rid of him. And then, um, you know, that, uh, his, next visit to come see me here. So then, then 20, uh, 2021, he comes and stays with me for like four months. And then again, and again, it's like, okay, this is real. 
This yeah. is real. And then it started to calm down. So I'd say the end of 2021 is when it was like, okay, so that huge Sabbath. But then because of that, this whole, so then I find myself at the end of 2021. And again, you know, I only talk about the weight gain because it is, um, it's really important for me to say it because I think a lot of us all believe, like I, I truly believed because of my body and the way I look and my being a fat woman and not really, you know, not ever kind of holding the hopes of being a thin person, you know, like accepting and going, okay. It made it harder because it like got to a point of debilitating. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like literally, like my life just kept getting smaller. And, um, and so then enter Filippo and he sort of like, he pumps air back into it, like air and life back into my being and my what. And so then that like desire to sabotage, it dissipated. Do you know, it did. I still, I still want to do it. And he even, but now we can laugh about it because he sees it. I see it now. I don't see it until I say it. And then we kind of have a moment and go, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh-huh. it's this, this whole thing like where, you know, we still make fun that he's working on his five minute set or whatever, you know, like still <laughs> or trying he's to, you know, for your papers. So exactly. He can like, your holding. Exactly. So uh, where's your Roth my, IRA yeah. info? <laughs> so he can find my Swiss bank account or whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's weird. So it's like the more I, tried to say I'm unlovable he was like wrong again very lovable still lovable and I love you and I it's it's I mean if you've not had it and you struggle with the kind of self-hatred of like I'm unlovable not even just like no one's ever gonna love me the actual like, like actually thinking you're unlovable. Like yes. there is nothing to love. Is, is, I am one of those unfortunates. You There's know what I mean? something in my makeup that is, makes it not possible. Yeah. That's and it's different. like, it's, yeah, like, it, it is. It's hard to meet then someone. Like, yes, exactly. Of like, oh my God, I'm going to be alone forever to accept, except for, you know, intrinsically unlovable. And that usually starts at birth, you know, and in the family, like young, 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 you would grow up, you know, you grow up with that kind of feeling. So I don't know why or how, <laughs> but uh, it happened. It's happened. And well, I can, don't can even I go back to the beginning though. Like, cause you know, you you guys were talking y'all met online first. Yes. Yeah. So okay, you know this. Yeah. No, you explain. Cause I'm kind of like, were you in a headspace where you were like, I want to meet a person? Oh no, this is, this is okay. This is sort of my favorite part of this story. And if I've told you, please stop me. I can't remember if I did or not, but um, okay. So it is this. So, um, long period of celibacy, like long, I was, you know, I'm an older woman and I was, I was hello. And I was, I mean, you know what I mean? I'm an, I'm that, I'm that woman. I'm entering a new phase of my life. The, uh, the years. But so, but before that long time, like I, when I started doing comedy, I was like, no more men. I'm just going to focus on comedy. Um, so I, I go single and celibate. Like we're talking like 18 years. Do you understand? Like my entire, like the entirety of my comedy career. And then, you know, through therapy, it was like, okay, 2018 or so. I was like, I might start trying to start dating and did some terrible Tinder stuff. Just <laughs> idiot loser. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm done. This is not happening anymore. So that was the end. I only really, Two years. I gave it two years. And I was like, I'm, I, I can't, I don't even want 
to do this. All right. So the end of 2019, uh, fall of 2019, I was like, I'm done. And then a girlfriend of mine said to me, you need to write down your list of what you want in a partner. And I was just, you know, that always seems so, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) And then I bought a farm and met a prince in disguise. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? That's, they always seem to go to a farm, don't they? But our Christmas tree farm. It's always, my uncle owns a Christmas tree. But this was, it was really like, okay. And that, you feel so stupid doing it, right? Like that list of what you want in a partner. But this is a friend that was like, just do it. Okay. And she's like, and have fun with it. Like really make a meal out of it. And I was like, all right. And I really did. Like I spent like two pages back in front of like what I would look for and all the things, Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, you don't even say to other people because you're just like, "Uh, you know, don't Mm -hmm. like this, this, the shallow things of like, I'd love it if he was European. I literally was like, (laughs) I would love it if he was European. If he had an accent, I would love that so much, you know? And like, (laughs) you know, if he was an artist or a musician or like, you know, a furniture make like I wanted something that it was like creative that they love their work and what a, and like even to the point of like you know um huge piece I love Jenny like literally, literally literally like it was and my friend was like get detailed so it was it was not like huge penis it was it was penis that works do you know what I mean like literally yeah, sure. that was I was like one that's not it doesn't need to be 100% reliable we're talking like 87% reliable this is all we look for at this point in my life so you know what I mean that B plus solid B plus so all of these things but you know like even like stupid like little things like um I wouldn't mind if he was 10, 10 to 12 years younger than me. Literally, that putting that down. Oh. I, yeah, because I always, I, I never feel like I'm an older woman. I never feel my age. I never have. But I also have this thing of like our life, how comedians live. I was like, I'm going to need someone that has a creative job that is, you know, age doesn't really matter you know, perhaps doesn't want children because it's not happening with me. And, you know, all just like really, really got down to it. Mm. And my God. So I did that. Two pages of that. Spent the afternoon. Put it down. That was September 19th, 2021. Didn't even look at it again. So then fast no, forward no, to like... Not September, yeah. September 2019. To, yeah, 2019. 2019, okay. Yes, okay. Yeah, so yeah. September 21st of 2019. Okay, okay. so then... Wow. That's, I dated it, put it, put the book away, forgot about it, moved on. So then, uh, Filippo, how he met me was, um, he quickly, a friend, uh, he went to go see a comedian in London, cause, you know, that's where he lives in London. So he went to go see a comedian, liked, uh, them, followed them. They are, they're friends. We, I know them only through TikTok and, and Twitter. We've never met in real life, yeah. but we've been friends for 10 years. What? Oh, wow. Like yeah. I consider them a friend, you know, yeah. and whatever. And so he went to Who's go see them. Like James A. Caster. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Please. Uh, please. Joel Lysette. Sure. All of those. Ones. Um, but and yeah, so she one day gave me a shout out and then he was like, who's this? Oh, well, if this comic likes, maybe I'll like Deborah. Yeah. So just watched me, started following the things that I do, did that for about a year and a half. And then when the, he said, yeah, like a year and a half, maybe two years, he knew who I was. So he knew who I was in 2019 when I was writing my list of man. Yeah. And so then uh, it like mid-April, end of April, 2020, pandemic started. And then he did an uh, Instagram 
I know, hey, hi, I know this is crazy, but since the world is ending, I just wanted to tell you, I think you're, you know, I think you said gorgeous, whatever. But it was just like, you know, I think <laughs> See, you're fabulous. See, that's a good thing, the pandemic. The pandemic, some people say, fuck it. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> it's burning. I might as well tell her. <laughs> I, and you know what? And I, God bless it. I love it. And like, even, and I also feel like, too, it's like, since the pandemic, is it just me or do you know more people in long distance relationships than ever before? Because I do right mm-hmm. now. Like, I know a bunch of people that are dating people that don't live in their state. I'm like, this is what the pandemic did. They were like, ah, who cares? I'll just open it up. And now we're all dating long distance. But anyway, <laughs> but, but, but he did, he did a whole slide in and I was just, you know, that happens sometimes, and it's DMs. always like, yeah, and it's, it DMs. feels like in the DMs. Now you're 25, Deborah. Exactly. You an older woman. Somebody sliding in your DMs. You're 25. And I was like, as long as you don't ask me for Snapchat, I'm fine. I can't. That's where. <laughs> that's literally where I draw the line. But that was yeah. So that was it. It was like okay. normally you go, okay, you're crazy, and just you know, I went to look at his profile, and it was interesting because it's just art, and I was like, okay. So then I had to get deep. I had to go deep, <laughs> and I had to you know, I had to do some deep dive, and then I found him. I was Hold like, on okay, a so he's I like, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I appreciate. It. I hate following an artist on Instagram. <laughs> And then they they're posting pictures of their family. Do you know what I mean? Follow you I, I swear to family. God, I swear to God, I didn't follow you for Aunt Marie. Let me see. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is it. So it's it really keeps like that. I was like, I like the art halfway there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like if yeah, it yeah, was yeah. all like you know wolves on velvet, I would have been like, fuck. But this is like <laughs> it's. You know, <laughs> but he's like you know he's 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 talented. So that and then also I was like, oh he's kind of cute. And then that literally just started we just chatted and then two weeks into you know chatting you know text wise do you want to facetime and then started facetiming and literally the rest is history so then meet him fall in love we meet like we start talking in like the beginning of may and then by august when i'm like this i'm i'm into this we're planning to meet each other i found the list was cleaning my house open list and went like literally okay Filippo is European, born in Italy, lives in London, is an artist. Um, told me his dream would be to one day make furniture. Love it. Um, but he is uh, 12 years younger than me, mm-hmm. literally, almost to the exact date. Just like all of all of the little, like all these little things that I'm yeah. like, I, I, and you know, one of my big ones, like must love me for who I am right now. No desire. And that is the biggest one. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. B yes. plus. Vegas yes. The, you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Please. I, I swear to God. I'm not going to say it is It is A plus, but it's A plus. <laughs> it, is, it is totally A plus. But I only asked for B plus and got an A plus. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's really, yeah, it's really just like, I, and I don't know. And now I tell people, I'm like, write it down. Like get yeah. nuts, like seriously get like like the little specifics, the little tiny specifics. But at the same so, time, though, it's not like you sat there and like prayed on this list. No, right? like you made the list and no. you put it away, and I think that's also and part of that too. I think that is a part of it. Put it away because and you know, and then it was also that too. Like it was around that time, fall of 2019, where it was like to all of my girlfriends and all. I was like, I'm done. I'm not gonna. Da-. And then everyone was like, you know what? Okay. And I was like, yeah. And then took everything, all the apps, everything off. So. September until, you know, the turnaround was quick. I appreciate that. But it was very, <laughs> you know, thank you, Ramon. But I do find that um, if I go and I check my notes, most people in my life that are in a good partnered relationship, it was when they were like, you know what, I'm done. And then that person Absolutely. Let me tell shows you up. And this, I didn't realize that, that those pheromones could go this far and from L.A. to London. <laughs> I say, men can smell when you don't give a fuck. 
Oh okay? my God! They yes. can smell the pheromones of somebody who don't want to be bothered. Yes. Okay, and that's yeah. when they come. They come up on you and they go, "Can I buy you a vodka cranberry and fuck your life up?" They can smell it. They can smell your freedom. And so I didn't know that the pheromones could go all the way from LA to London. Oh, but, very but strong. Fuck smell freedom. This is it. Chemtrails. Like, I mean, Chemtrails. yes, <laughs> but deep, very strong, lingering ones. Do you know what I mean? Like this is that smoke ring that still hangs in the air that you're like, wow, that's. But yeah, I think so, and I really feel like it. It is that that sort of like. That freedom, I guess, that, that care, you don't care anymore. I want to say carelessness, but that's not the word. Carefree is what yes, it is. Yes. You know, when there's a, and you're not bothered. I, you're you so know what unbothered. I mean? So unbothered. Cause like, you know, like a dog can smell fear. You see a dog and, and it knows if you're scared of it. I feel like that's how we, how we put it out there in the world. I want a man. I want a relationship. I want. It's, it's just like vibrations of, you know what I mean? It's like, it's mm-hmm. not, not going to, you're probably not going to end up with a good one. This is all. You know, blanket statements, bullshit from an unqualified woman. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying this. It seems to me, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 totally. Two of my two of my sisters when they're I'm done never again. And then within a year, they met their partners. Do you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. It's a when beautiful you thing. Done, if you mean it when you're serious about it, it's a beautiful thing. Exactly. You can't just be like you're done and then go home and, you know. Yeah, you can't be like you're dumb, but then done, constantly yeah, try yeah, to go yeah. out every Saturday night <laughs> exactly. and like I fuck every person in a, who crosses in a your path. Wedding gown, you're like exactly. You can't do that. I'm done. <laughs> who would like to meet me at the courthouse? <laughs> I'm done, and I'm ready for my honeymoon. I've got <laughs> in my honeymoon outfit. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, your Tinder pictures, you in front of uh, a judge with yes. another person with and just, their face is cut and just a blurred. hole that's cut out. With a question mark. Is this you? Exactly. Is this you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Could this be you? Or the justice of the peace, whatever. Anyway, hey, I feel like we're in a good place. Yes, Naomi. we are. We yes. are. Now, people, yeah. they're going to, because Deborah's already given out advice for free. Uh, yes. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh, and now we're going to do another segment where you give more advice out for free. <laughs> so, just so we're clear. The second half, you don't get paid for the second half. Okay, just so we're clear, because Naomi made it sound a little bit like, oh, you're giving Later, out right, advice right, for free, no, and now no, suddenly no. Our, our listeners are going to pay. Uh-uh. Okay, just no. so we're clear. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we're back with Deborah Giovanni here to help you handle your scandal, honey. Because Deborah said we go speed up the milk cart. And we need to learn how to do that in our lives. Okay. Uh, I did the milk cart run in under uh, seven parsecs. <laughs> Star Wars thing. Oh, oh my god! Who, I'm not even really much of a Star slow. Wars fan, and <laughs> I have all this. I have a depository of knowledge of shit just from maybe your brain really just like collects it? it. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, all right. So we get questions from all over the world. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Different ways. Oh, I mean, we get DMs. DMs. You know about Gmail. those, Deborah. Oh, uh, Gmail. We get voicemails. Oh. If you want to leave us a voicemail, the number is, you guys, 323 524 7839. There is a three minute limit, uh, so you that, better keep oh. it together. That spells out uh, Dad Jag Stew, I believe. <laughs> Dad Jag Stew. If you're oh, Dad Jag so. Stew. Love it. All right. This first one comes to okay. us. It's a voicemail. <gasps> oh. Okay, let's hear it. Hey. <laughs> Cuties, I don't know. Y'all are cute, and I appreciate your podcast. And I've really appreciated the advice you guys have had around dating in general. I'm getting back <laughs> into it after three years, after a long-term relationship, and I'm trying to be super cash, even though it is entirely against every fiber of my being to be um, cool. And to be okay with mild, mild rejection. <laughs> but it's so hard still. So I guess I would just like any mantras or advice regarding how to get a little bit of a thicker skin, be a a little bit gritty, be a little tough girl, because shoot, I'm a little baby, even when it's not even that bad, you know, and I'm just like mildly rejected. It burned me so hard. I want to give up entirely. So, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really regret the voices I've used on this voicemail. <laughs> no way. But It's perfect. Uh, yeah, I... Love your advice, and yeah, any advice you have on getting a little, get a little tough, getting a little, getting a little resilient in the dating world, lay it on me. Thank you. Love you. Bye bye. Okay, we just have to point out, you know, Andy picks these questions not knowing what our conversation is going to be, and yeah. this was like, this is right like, on it. This is right on it because I was like, he just yeah. picked this in advance, you know, before we were going to sit down. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. did you? This person should have just heard the first forty yeah. minutes. <laughs> Someone might say that the collective unconscious speaks through me. I was going to say, some might say, your third eye. Some might say, some might say, some might say. Uh, but that is, we nailed that though. That is, <laughs> we yeah. nailed this. But again, just to reiterate for this of the getting the thicker skin. And now, okay, I will say this as an anti-Deborah type person right now, as an auntie, I will say <laughs> you don't ever need to get thick skin. You're perfect as you are. If there is light rejection, it is 
protection. You know, there's that expression, rejection is protection. I think a really good mantra is exactly that. If you are being rejected by this, these men, these people, whoever you are dating, good. They are making it easy for you. And I know it's, it's, it's so easy for me to say, and it's so easy to say in the moment because it does hurt and it's awful, but it's just like, you have to be like, thank you. Thank you for leaving. Thank you for ghosting me. Thank you for not wasting any more of my time. Cause you clearly, the people that are the ghosters, the rejectors, you clearly are not on my level. So yeah. thank you for removing yourself. Bye. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Especially the faster the better in a way, right? Oh! It's actually the person who, who, on one yeah. hand, you know, you say, we what have the two fuck? hours and yeah. you don't like me. It's actually mm-hmm. like, thank you so much for only taking two hours of my time. Oh my That's God. Definitely. To be ghosted after you. one date. Oh yeah. Three months. Oh, people no will way. take a year from you. People will oh, take God, a year yeah, from yeah, your yeah. life yeah. and then be like, I don't want a relationship. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously, that's, I mean, that's some bold moves right there. <laughs> God bless. But yeah, I'd say faster, the better ghosting me after a one date. Great. And again, only able to say this now, Right. but if that is, you know, she asked for a mantra. Rejection is protection. Say that one over and over yeah. and over again. If they don't want you, good. Right. Because why would we, you know, my mother never gave me good advice ever. Uh, you know, just didn't. One time, one time, I remember my mom saying, I was probably like 23 or 24 at the time. And my mother, like looking me in the face and like with all pure honesty, her saying to me, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? And me like, what? What did you <laughs> say to me? How could you say that to me? You know, that whole freak. But it's true though. It's like someone is like, I don't want to be with you. But I, they don't want, why would we want, why do we want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with us? Because guess what? There is going to be someone that wants to be with you. Because if, if the world has taught us anything, every crazy cuckoo banana, Guess what? You find someone. You find the cuckoo banana that fits yours. Like you just do. You yeah. just do. There is. I mean, I'm sorry. It's uh, unless you want to be alone, you will find someone. You yeah. will find someone if you can remember that if they're rejecting you, good. Get get rid of them. Um, they're also the thing that we were saying, not the be all and end all. If you can also um, really find other ways to make yourself happy. You know, do those yeah. things, do things that you love and date at the same time. Do you know what right. I mean? Or, or, or date it up or like date like, you know, the world is ending, which it is. So date like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like date like, go for it. Like date right. like, how many dates do you have this uh-huh. week? Seven. Like that's what it should <laughs> you know right. I mean? Right. It date like you're be. scavenging date. in the wastelands. Yeah. Exactly. Date, date like this is, this is like, you know. The last shreds of water in Mad Max. You know what I mean? This is it. I will also say another way, too, if you're feeling like, because uh, it also sounds like you're saying like being more chill. So maybe feeling like you're going in a little too wound up. I think part yeah, of what yeah. Deborah said is right. Yeah. Like, have other shit going on in your life yeah. already so that you don't mm-hmm. feel like this date is the end all be all. But also, too, the, another thing we said earlier about liking your partner. Mm-hmm. Part of what makes dating stressful is because it's almost like you go in looking for a person to put on a pedestal. Yes. Who's going to complete me? Who's going to make me happy? Who's going yes. to get me? All these things. Why don't nobody? Is there a way you can think about the dates more so like treat it like a friend hang? Yes. Instead of trying yes. to impress and trying to make this somebody is, this is very good. love. 
make this it is a very friend good. hang make and it okay. maybe it will yes. be so a friend hang see that's a very very nice one okay take that we'll advance even on that mm-hmm. you make it a friend hang and not the friend zone whatever the fuck that yeah. is that's bullshit but like an actual friend okay so think about it if you're going out with your bestie you're gonna have you know with one of your people what are you excited about to see them to talk to them to catch up and find out what's been going on also where you're going for dinner. I can't wait. I'm so excited. The meal is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And then after we said that we we're going to get gelato with that good, I'm, these are things to be excited about. Yeah. Like that's our, like it's even if it's just like I get to wear an outfit, I'm going to do my hair, which is fun. Do you know what I mean? Which is nice. Yeah. You get to wear something you like. You're going to maybe have a good meal or a good cup of coffee or go see it, whatever. Make it about all the other things. Oh yeah. And also, oh, and you're here too. You know what I mean? By the way. Yeah, and this no, 100%. Too. A friend hang is 50% the food. Or yes, whatever you're doing. it is. 50% the friend. Andy, it is, though. It absolutely is. And yeah. nobody, it's like if you're pretending, it's, so make it about that. Yeah. I'm jazzed at what I'm going to get to eat for dinner. Like, yay. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Even if it's only to wear a new pair of shoes, like, let it be. This, I know, sounds like Cosmopolitan 1999. <laughs> I don't care. It's, But it is true, though. But yeah. I, I really, I have to say, I think that friend thing is is a very big one. Because it's like, date. Uh, uh, he's right. got to be my husband or it's a Are failure. we in love? Is it perfect? How does it feel right now? Does it seem no. like he likes me? Does it yeah, seem like exactly. we have chemistry? Yeah. Taking all oh. that away, and because ultimately it's so true. At the end of the day, any relationship, all it is is like yeah. like each other, you gotta like this, right? We talked about you said like you gotta like them. So the question like is, can we just hang out and have fun talking shit? You know what I mean? Doing nothing. Yes, I was trying to, say, to be romance. Yeah, I remember back when she was, I mean, years ago, but I just remember she was always like, I always. Whenever, you know, I'm going on a dinner date, I always pick my favorite restaurant. So that way, even if the I, person sucks. At I was going to have a good food. restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Whenever the guy's like, whatever you want, she goes, oh, I know what I want. She's I know like, exactly what I want. I like. Yes. Uh, that is, I, I think, I think it's very important. Also, too, it's like that. Um, just one other thing that I really have to say, and I didn't know it. And I think a lot of us don't know it. And I think it's more, unfortunately, women that find themselves in this position. Um the the text communication very important there was no rules with Filippo there was none of that like before it was like don't text him three days don't do like all of this and that was that was out the window because it didn't matter immediately if the minute we started texting it was like I really enjoyed this I'm gonna text you tomorrow and him being like me going Okay. And then like he did text the next day because that is another one of the cliche things. If he wants to talk to you, he is, there will nothing, nothing will stop him from talking to you. So that's it. And, And also the rules of that. Don't be a crazy person. I just, I remember a dude, a friend of mine, Darren said to me, he was like, I was like about the texting. He was like, text whatever you want. Just don't be crazy. He's like, just take a breath. He's like, take a breath before you text. Because that, that whole, like, I'm not going to text. That's stupid. That's fucked. That's dumb. I never had a second of that. And also, and to date, this is how you know, because, you know, your friends text back. Even yeah. if they're busy, they at least go and say, you know, they like your text and whatever. Hanging, not answering, leaving you on red. That's yeah. not a friend. That's yeah. not a friend. That's yeah. not a friend. Friends well, get back to, to you. Be fair, yeah, it takes me a couple days. I will say, listen, I said if I was trying to date Andy now, I would die yeah. because he takes forever to reply, and, and <laughs> not even to, to me because obviously we're always talking. But like, I'll be yeah. like, you didn't text that person back, and 
he's like, I do. It just takes a couple days to get the energy. Yes, yes, yes. Gonna, I feel it. Yeah, I'm gonna go in the opposite that, direction too. of you guys, ah! and I'm gonna say that if someone rejects you even mildly, uh, go scorched earth and ruin their lives. <laughs> really, just like salt Take it up a notch. of their existence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also and fun. I th- and and I think that will give you the energy to go into to keep going. <laughs> yeah. To keep going, that will empower you. It's almost like you know. Filling yourself up on, you know, whatever life energy. Yes. You know? Yes. Video exactly. game. It's like, yes. back yes. to real life. Become the psychic vampire in their lives <laughs> until you are sated. And then, you know, and then find someone who's, and then, and then follow everyone. Uh, follow Deborah and Naomi's advice. <laughs> After that, though. But also, too, it's like, be the man in, in this situation. Do you know what I mean? All the shitty things that you think that when you're trying to date a straight man, which is also, I would suggest this to go for pansexual, bisexual, and nerds. Those are the people you want. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just are. Sexual and nerds. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. This is the. This it's, caller it, may it not is, even be dating men, but you're, I mean, you're talking. Exactly. You're talking about a psychic. I'm you're talking, talking about a psychic about energy. Connection. Exactly. You're talking about a psychic exactly. energy, a vibe, because yeah. there can be people who are more invested in games and people who are not invested in games. People yeah. who are less uh, comfortable and confident in expressing themselves and being mm-hmm. direct. Certainly, yeah. we all know yeah. that. It's like that's genderless, that's ageless. Somebody yes. who just knows how to use their words or not, and there are yes. a lot of people out here who don't know how to use their words, <laughs> and they got the nerve to be dating. You better <laughs> sit down until you get a thesaurus. You better sit down until you start journaling. Leave yeah. people alone until you get together. Just exactly. Plant emoji. That's it. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Their Seriously, style. I need two full journals before you even start thinking of dating. Like that is. <laughs> Back to back, full up, full up, full up. I'm, filled, I'm yeah, totally. But to I would say, like, I would say that, that, you know, my reason for that bold statement of whoever you're, whatever, I genderless, don't care. But it's just like, if it's all about, I think, I mean, I'm sorry. I think it's the friendship thing because I feel like it's like, we really go think of like most, you know, straight men that are the, you know, the alpha, the whatever. They're not, you know, they're not looking for friends. They're looking for, yeah. uh, you know, so stay away from that is what I'm saying. Uh-huh, definitely, so, you definitely. know what I mean? I go for the people. Definitely. Yeah, go for like the, the, cause I think it's so funny how nerd has been like such a bad word and now it's a good word and, and it means something. It's such a, it's such a, I think nerd just means someone who isn't shy to like what they like. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. there's something beautiful about that. So be a nerd. Like yeah. the things you like. Don't pretend to not like things because yeah, it's be not cool. cool. Don't be too cool. Absolutely. And I think that's what we do. And I think that's, you know, just sending the eggplant emoji. I feel, again, blanket statements all around. But I feel like cis straight men, they have a tendency to just, you know, it's not nerdy. Let's get fucking nerdy. What do you like? Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's really get down to it because those are the people you want to get to know. And I say bisexual and pansexual because I love, um, I love, I love some feminine energy in a, in a man. I really do. I have a lot of masculine energy. I, you know, and, and it, it works for me. And so, you know, my partner is bisexual and it is, I cannot believe I wasted all my time on straight men. I just, I swear to God, I don't look at, I don't like them and they don't like me. I don't know what I've been doing my whole life, but this is it. Like this is, you know, I say by pan because it just also do. It's like, they're going for the person. Do you know what I mean? Right, it's right, like, right. they're just, they're really going. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, totally. yeah. And again, and you say all of these things, it's like, and then yeah. the nerds, it's like, let's all be nerds. We're all nerds. That's it. We're all deep down 
nerds. We all like our things. We got the stuff. And those, that's who you should be presenting to the world. Right. Yeah. We're, I'm going off the rails right now. No, no, you know no, I mean? this is good. Yeah, no, yeah. I love this. I love when the cart goes down yeah. this yeah. station. Yeah. I thought I really, uh, I, I thought I really got into a good space where I did, I was uh, honest about the things I liked. And then the other, like two weeks ago, I was driving in the car and I was listening to the, uh, the fake album from uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, <laughs> and I felt so much shame listening to it. Oh, you car. did? Yeah. Was I even with car. you? No, 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 no. Right. I was like, you feel shame no, by yourself. Was, I was driving back from my friend Jeff's house and it, in the car, and I was like, oh, I thought I got to a good place. I think it was the fakeness, the fact that it's a fake album yes. really got to me. I see. I see. Even though, and But half, like, it's a real album. It's real music. Well, but half, yeah, but half the songs are bad. Half the songs, half the songs are really good, yes. but they're also fake. Songs, yes, like faker than even the monkeys in some way. Yes, and I love the monkeys, but it's, I don't feel any shame about the monkeys because it's prefabricated. It's all that very much like no one wrote these songs out of passion, and it's exactly. just they wrote them for the show. Exactly. They just wrote them for the show. Hundred percent. They, they they could be jingles. They might as well be yes. fucking jingles. I might as well be listening yes. to yes. to like a Wendy's jingle. <laughs> About chicken, their chicken nuggets. Absolutely, that's exactly it. Yes, but I hear it exactly, though. Exactly, exactly. Yes. With the monkeys, at least it was like Carol King writing a yes. song that meant something to her, and then she <laughs> gave it to gave it to the Jones or something. Yes. Right? Oh my god. Yeah. Love right. that. But so but I, I was hoping by saying it here in a public forum yes, that I would, would get it out. Out. You can release I would it. that shame and could release yes. it. That yes. And Naomi, you could you could love me again. Because <laughs> 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 I felt it this last two weeks. I knew something was off. Because I, I felt shame about that album. Aurora. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Deb, do you have oh one God. more question? Yes. All, All right. right. Why don't we do? Oh why don't we do this, Naomi? You, you want to read this? One? Oh, I this love comes to read us it. from Marley She They from Gmail. Great. Mm-hmm. Hi, Andy Naomi. Thanks for reading. I'm a huge fan. Your pod is one of the few that makes me consistently laugh out loud, and that is so needed. I'm a yeah. high school teacher. Lots to unpack there. Thanks <laughs> for the joy. Deborah, I keep the compliments in. I, I don't delete them when I put these together. No. Good. On to my question. Content warning: Grief, sudden death. Mm. So anyone, just letting you know, listening, and Deborah, of course. I had a partner for about three years. We broke up over a year ago, and though I was brokenhearted over it, it was the best thing. About six months ago, my ex's brother was tragically murdered. Oh. I was very close with his parents, and I immediately called him to send my condolences. In that phone call, I found out that he was dating a girl who was his best friend the entire time we were dating. I didn't love her at the time, but whatever. I said, no, whatever. I think there's a reason you put that sentence in. Anyway, she wasn't in my relationship. During the phone call, I had a gut reaction and told him they were both toxic. Hmm. Great thing to say to a guy whose brother was just killed. <laughs> he asked me if I was serious and then told me never to contact him again. Mm, fair. Since then, it has taken a very long time to figure out why, I, why what I said was not okay. I mostly ruminated on why he would date her over me. And all the things I did during our relationship would drive him away. I was also fixated on how much they both sucked. (laughs) I totally made the whole thing about me. Looking back, it all makes me feel gross. Here's my problem. Our relationship ended a year and a half ago, and I still ruminate. I hate myself. 
I mourn that partner and what could have been, and I'm positive that I will never have a relationship again, mm. let alone one where someone would want to move in with me and make a life. Hmm. I live with my parents, and at 31, I totally have bought into the myth that you're only a complete person if you have a significant other. I also focus on how I called him toxic. In a nutshell, I believe I'm a terrible person who will never recover. Mm. How do I let all of this, how do I let go of all of this shit? It happened. I can't change it. I do have a therapist, but I'm not sure how well I'm doing at our sessions. Mm. I'm a mess and I just want to stop hurting. Any advice? And then, and then thanks so much. I've attached a photo of my doggo, June, who has major Mabel vibes. And there is a picture of this dog. And this dog is definitely giving Mabel energy. <laughs> oh my God. It's very cute, very fluffy. I'm going to try to hold it Let's up. So this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a little tiny, yeah. fluffy baby. Yes. That's a distant Mabel relation. Exactly. Well, okay now, Marley. Well, Marley, look, you, you've got June, all right? You've got to keep it together for your dog, June, all right? Mm-hmm. If for nothing else. Mm. But there's a lot here. Yeah. Because there is the... Can we just say, can we just outright state you are not a terrible person? Oh, my That's gosh. Step one. Can we just say yeah. can, I just yeah. want us to, like... What you said wasn't great. <clears throat> no. Yeah, Timing yeah. wasn't let's, great. Yeah, the timing yeah. not, was really not great. Let's not sugarcoat things, but you can say one bad thing in a moment of like emotional distress for yourself or like finding out something or what like you know that moment where like suddenly the there's that um hitchcock focus the rack focus thing (laughs) yes yeah yeah that that they're dating i'm sure that's how it felt because that's how it was yes yeah right right? and then and you like you couldn't help yourself right that's you know you're allowed that but that doesn't make you i mean like i don't know about the rest of your life if you're like you're murdering people well you're a bad person but i'm saying based on the information you've given us you are not a terrible person right because let me i also want to add on that as well like i know you're not a terrible person because terrible people do not say i'm a terrible person right Uh, so you don't feel remorse they have no idea they're a terrible person so the fact that you are feeling shame and the fact that you are feeling remorse and it's that you know already we know that but um, see, it, may, it makes my heart hurt listening to that letter, to be honest. Um, first of all, you will be with someone again. I, I want that to be taken off the table. I think we're told, especially as women, that must have a partner, must have a partner, must have a partner. Not true. We know all of this. But if you want one, then that's all that matters. I don't care. I think if you, we want, most of us want to be with someone. So it's completely valid. Like, I'm never going to say to someone, stop wanting someone. No, no, no. You want a partner, you want a partner. But um, at 31 or whatever age you are, I don't care how old oh, you yeah, are. 31, yeah. Yeah, 31, 51, 71. You can and will have another another partner again. But I think what needs to be done is, yes, uh, your therapy, keep going to therapy. If it's not feeling great, find somebody else. Therapist wise, I mean, that's a, mm-hmm, that's a mm-hmm. big one. But also too, it's like, you've got to forgive yourself. You, I, I hear how she's really, they are really, again, uh, ruminating is the word. So it's like really beating yourself. Yeah. Maybe not the best moment of your life, but what a weird moment. You find out that a partner who it sounded like you didn't actually want the relationship to end. So you're sad about that only a year ago. That's not that long of a time. And then a surprise 
bad news phone call. So you're already fraught. It's like your heart is pounding already. Something bad has happened. You didn't know it was good. And now you're calling a person that, you know, was a big part of your life. I'm assuming the first time you've spoken to them in a while. That is, that was like, that was a a situation that, okay, something that you didn't want to say came out of your mouth. Okay, that happened. Here's a question I would ask you, would you say, would you recommend an email apologizing or do you think because and I say this because honestly I don't know because there's time there's so many things that I have in my in my head too like the things I'm like oh I shouldn't have done that or I feel yeah 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 but one of the things I you know and sometimes like you can send an apology for the apology's sake if you also are open to the fact that you may not get a response or you may get a response you don't like I would actually say like in that because I've done this once before in that say hey you don't have to respond to this I really felt like I needed to tell well, you no, this certainly you, but i think adding that like you can but i think my point is more so also it's okay for someone to dislike you and yes. be mad at you yes and i think there and might life goes on and moving yeah. forward through that going, yes you absolutely. know what you may meet a person who says i ain't shit and you and that's because we all go through it sometimes right you know like, and i guess absolutely. i kind of wonder right because certainly you can always say don't respond but it's more like a question of what's more cleansing or clearing of the conscience yes the question i see i absolutely i would say this too okay i remember um this didn't happen that long ago in my life maybe seven years allowing someone to be angry with you mm-hmm. it is hard yeah, yeah. like yeah. apologizing i apologized to a woman and you know my brain was like well i've apologized so let's go back to everything being great and she actually said to me was i hear your apology and i accept your apology but what you did hurt my feelings and so now i'm hurt and don't actually want to talk to you right now and me giving like what I apologize. I did the magic thing. And you're right. It's, it's like, and this was a grown up woman who was obviously, who taught me a lesson in my life of like, oh yeah, what I did hurt her feelings. I was thoughtless and I did. So she's still peeved about the event, but it doesn't mean she hates me. I, she didn't like what I did. I apologize. She accepted, but she's like, I'm going to take a day for myself or whatever it was. And it's fine. Sitting with those feelings are very unsettling. And I think that's probably why, you know, the desi- why we want to apologize. I would say this, of all of our three pieces of information, our advice, I would say this. Give it a little bit of air. Give it a day or two. Give it a week. Let it not be so hot. Well, this is also like a year ago, I think. So even like a year and a half. Yeah, since the incident. The oh, inc- since the incident? Yes, yeah, since they the broke up. A, they broke up a year and a half ago. Okay. And also, but I'm the, not sure when we... This is like recent, but... The toxic incident, though? Well, yeah, I yeah. guess it, our relationship ended a year and a half ago. And I yes, okay. But yeah, yes, we yeah. don't know. Any, but either way, but either way, I would say an Six apology is... Six months Okay. Ago. So I, I say an apology is... Because again, it's like apologizing is like, it really is for ourselves as well. It's like we're apologizing. So, you know, so do apologize, but you have to like, not even, I think you don't have to say about, you don't have to answer. Just do not expect an answer. Apologize sincerely why you're apologizing. Know why you're apologizing. And it's not just to say, because I feel bad. I feel bad and I want the badness to, no, you, you feel bad because in that moment, which was a very trying time for this man or this person because their sibling just all of the things oh my timing was 
terrible. I made it about me. I didn't think about how much pain you must be in. And I am so truly sorry. And that's it. Be truly sorry and then walk away. Because if you expect an answer, it's over. Do you know what I mean? Nothing. Be truly sorry. Walk away. And that's it. And then I promise you, some of your shame will go away. Your, you know, shame and humiliation. It's one of the main things as humans that we try to avoid being humiliated. It's big. It's every minute of our lives. It's like, don't humiliate me. Please don't. Do it. So the, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That's basically how we live. So it's like you feeling shame. So I understand, but you can give yourself a break. You're a human being. You didn't do the worst thing in the world. Let's be honest. You know, it's not the, this is not the worst thing in the world that you've done, but you feel, you feel bad about it. Just honestly apologize and then walk away and never worry about it. And then hopefully that'll relieve some of the shame that will remind you that you're not a bad person. You're a person who reacted quickly in a moment of stress. That's all. You are lovable. You will be loved again. And hopefully the next one will be your person, you know, your actual person. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's it's really tough. I remember I had a creative partner on a thing. Uh, I'm being very vague, uh-huh, but like uh-huh. uh, we were both <laughs> kind of difficult people at the time, and it uh, and I apologized afterwards, um, and they never replied to it. Uh, I, I sent an email, and uh, we haven't talked since. And I'm pretty sure if they still, I don't know why they would still dislike me now, but probably not like. Like, if they dislike me, it's not active, I assume. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think yeah, they're yeah. vindictive. Uh, but uh, definitely, like, I'm probably uh, the on the lowest. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not like down there with like uh, who's the guy that collects all the Hitler shit uh, that, <laughs> that gave all that money to Clarence Thomas's yeah, wife, yeah. Harlan Crow. I'm not down on the bottom of the list with Harlan Crow. No. I'm not towards the top. No. You just got to look like that's a thing. Yes. Like knowing that I now know that fact about the world and I know that there's someone out there and probably lots of other people out there (laughs) for whatever personal reasons uh, don't like me. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. And you just got to like you just got to like sit with that information and and, and that's it's a very to your soul it's like, a very grown up thing though it's a very grown up thing like i mean this is like welcome to being an adult do you know because and again i only learned this you know well into my 40s like on it like honestly not here's the thing not everyone's going to like you but it doesn't actually matter because yep. it really doesn't affect your life i always look at it like this not everyone's going to like me and then i add this comma i don't like everyone why would I believe that anyone, everyone would like, I don't like everyone. So right. not everyone has to like me. But again, like you were saying, not an active dislike. They're probably not sitting around, you know, throwing darts at a picture of your face right. on the wall. They're probably not. Exactly. Chances are they're not doing that. But yeah, just, it's an adult thing. I fucked up. You, you apologized for it. And that's it. People yeah. don't. And the apology, again, is not for the acceptance of the apology. The apology, if you honestly make it a true apology, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. It, it takes away your own shame. It takes away, you know, like, I acted badly and I want this person to know. Right, you know? right. It's like, I acted badly. Like, it's also like, because it is, it's like, I acted in a way that's not in line with my values. Yes. Which is why, I, right? Like, that's part of getting yes. close. When you're like, when you're really sorry, it really is about, it's because I definitely, I definitely used to come from a place of like, but don't be mad at me. But don't be mad at me. But don't be, and exactly, I like, exactly. I know that there's somebody who may have clicked on my Netflix special on a couch <laughs> and said, you know, I hate this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, you know, she crazy. Or I went to college <laughs> with her and blankety blank. 
I know that that's just part of being a human, right? Because yeah. Yeah. also, it's the same thing as you know, from as a comic. Not everyone's gonna like you mm-hmm. if you have a point of view. Exactly. Only exactly. Who nobody got a problem with is somebody who disagrees with whatever the fuck going on. Exactly, yeah. and it's like. And that, that's, it's vanilla. Do you know what I mean? It's just vanilla. It's like, I, I mean, it's just speaking from performers stand, standpoint. I, I don't want that. It's like, yeah. you know, every, I want everyone to like me. And no, not, not, not as a comedian. I really don't. There are people that are not for me. I am not for everyone and they are not for me. And that's fine. Do you know, that yeah. is, it's, it's really fine. But I will say again, another thing, just taking it from comedy and applying it to Marley's life. Don't read the comments. That was the one of the first thing. The way, when my comedy career became calmer is when I stopped reading the comments. Cause there was read it. I, I hate their, read, stop it. I do not need that. And I am telling you the truth. I do not read the comments. I do not. If good stuff, I don't even search out good stuff. If someone sends me good stuff, I say, thank you very much. That's nice. But when it's just generic, you know, trolls and idiots and men's, don't read it. I don't need to put that in my. So there we go. So do leave it alone. Read, it's like, do not do read not the comments. Read your brain's comments. Exactly. Mm. That's what it yes. is. Don't read your yes. brain's comments. Don't read your your old brain's comments. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't right. don't read don't read the runs the ones that they they left like seven years ago because right. they're still there. Just don't read them. Don't Move read on. your ex's comments. Yeah. Don't read your ex current girlfriend who was best friend's comments. Everybody got it. comments. We all everybody's do for some reason. Exactly. Don't read them. Don't read it. Yep. No, because they're they're really, really they don't serve you, and they do because if if there's a negative comment that is supposed to serve you, that person will tell you in a loving fashion. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. everything else is garbage. You don't need to hear. Mm-hmm. Leave true. your brain on read. You betcha. Leave your brain on read. Leave it on fucking airplane mode. Get stay out of it. Stay out of it. Coming up with these dumbass like you guys have all this wisdom, and then I'm just like, what's the a dumbass way of saying this <laughs> in like in in like 2023? You keep it real for the people. For the people. Auto. You know what uh, I mean? For the kids. You could see kids. a fucking t-shirt that's like leave your brain on read. That would be Come a t-shirt. On. That would, I would buy it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining what us. Joy. Pleasure is mine. Pleasure is all mine. The greatest. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We will see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com